Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Those inside the PSV Stadion have seen knockout football in the Champions League. Marlon trying to go around the outside and it's there! Wow. Daniel Marlon, the former PSV player, has given his current club the lead. Drifted in. Oh, what a miss. Malik Tillman. Again, there's no excuse for not hitting the target. Tillman, oh, dreadful first touch. Oh, Although... Oh. Not too bad, because he's won a penalty. De Jong just squeezes it through. Crucial goal in this tie. And unsurprisingly, it's Luke De Jong who scores it. And the tie finally poised. Going into the second leg of the last 16 in Dortmund. The Champions League round of 16 rolls on that PSV Borussia Dortmund match ends in a 1-1 draw. Here's a look at the other results as well as the two fixtures on tap today. Of course, Manchester City get the 3-1 win over Copenhagen Madrid. 1-0 over Leipzig. Bayern Munich lose to Lazio 1-0 and PSG 2-0 over Real Sociedad. Uh, today, though, we've got Porto taking on Arsenal and Napoli face Barcelona. Our coverage begins at 2 p.m. Eastern. All right, let's chat a little more in this PSV Borussia Dortmund match. A 1-1 draw. I predicted a lot of goals in this match. I mm-hmm. could not have been more wrong. Uh, Tony, did this match go the way you saw it playing out? Yeah, uh, we said both teams would attack, right? I don't think either team changed their style of play, their their mode of playing. They want to get on the ball, both of them. They want to get forward. Um, certainly looked at this from a U.S. men's national team perspective. Mm-hmm. Sergino Dest had, had a pretty good match. Um, unfortunate on the deflection for the goal. I think that, that wrong-footed Benitez, the goalkeeper, a little bit. Malik Tillman was really influential in the game. Had big moments. He had the shot at the top of the box that just goes wide. He had the header that we showed there uh, that he's probably kicking himself for. And then he drew the penalty kick, right, uh, which is we'll, we'll talk about that controversy. So he was really involved in this match. Uh, credit to uh, Dortmund for the way that they went on the road in a tough place to play. Uh, they get the goal from Malin and uh, eventually the penalty kick from uh, De Jong. Uh, Ricardo Pepe comes in again. And, Nico, we talked about it yesterday. That experiment on the weekend of putting him on the left-hand side seemed to be uh, seemed to, to to be what Peter Bosch was wanting to do here because he inserted him on the left-hand side. So that maybe was the trial on the weekend, and I thought he was okay in the match. Yeah, um, I love my attention was obviously at the Inter at the Inter Atletico Madrid game. Nonetheless, I'm I'm, I'm happy that they got to play together because it's usually one on one. And, and Luke de Jong has been so consistent for PSV. Mm-hmm. It, must, it must be, he must have a fire burning Pepe because he's playing well. And there's almost like nothing he can do, even if he scores all these goals to get that opportunity to play over de Jong because he's, he's consistent, he scores goals. Um, 
but yeah, I think it's a result that PSV can walk away and say, hey, we're still alive. It's going to be difficult to win at Dortmund, um, but it's, it's still in the balance. De Jong now takes over from Ruben Nisselroy for the most goals for PSV in Champions League, wow. which is impressive. Wow. What's the number? Do you have um, it? I don't have the number. Oh. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Research team? <laughs> um, but uh, it's impressive. I think I, I think I said 3-0 for this one because I thought PSV would come out absolutely balling. But if we're looking at it from an American's perspective, uh, unfortunately, I think Malik Tillman also is a little bit at fault in the goal. I think both Americans were. Yeah. But they nonetheless had, I think, strong games and then obviously mm-hmm. heavy coming in is impressive. But I think Malik Tillman is just showing how important he is in a midfield. It's not just, you know, the moving forward or going forward. He had seven recoveries, four tackles. He's influential on both sides of the ball. And, you know, Yunus Musa is a name we haven't said much recently in this, uh, on this show. I'm starting to wonder if Malik Tillman is maybe climbing that rank a little bit mm. to get himself in the midfield for the midfield. Cardoso and Luca de la Torre over Tillman. Really? Personally. Wow. That's a very defensive midfield. Not, Car- not uh, Luca de la Torre, necessarily. Yeah, I think he plays a little bit more defensively. Right, but he's look, he's played look, a little deeper. He, he, yeah. he has played deeper, yeah. but he has the offensive polish to his is game he, now. Is he as dynamic one of the best passers forward? we have, de la Torre. Yeah. Yeah. Cardoso's a different player. It depends on what you want in the match, right? Yeah, absolutely. But Malik Tillman, I thought, was really influential yesterday. He also drew the penalty, yeah. uh, which became one of the big talking points no of this match in the 56th minute. There's no, no controversy at all. Here it is. Um, called a penalty initially, and then it stood. I mean, what Alexis, you're saying... Yeah, I mean, look, if, if you, the foot goes over the ball and it makes contact, yes... He made contact with the ball, but if it's called a penalty, I know Matt's almost obviously not happy about it. He says here, Twitter waits for it, Twitter gets it. What a joke of a penalty against us. Again, I cannot believe <laughs> there can be discussions like today or against Chelsea or PSG with the VAR. Decisions, not discussions. Um, a little bitter I'm, I'm of sorry. a tone? Uh, uh, Referee decisions will go. Yeah. It, 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 you know what? It might it be again. an incorrect call. That's the problem. But, Nico, you've, you've said that you felt in the past, in, in, other, in other situations, VAR has re-officiated the call. In this case, it did not. I didn't see any clear and obvious yeah, evidence they, that it should they, be overturned. It the call may like, be wrong, but it stands. W- when I feel wrong done by with VAR, it's when the ref on the field gets something pretty much correct, and then VAR is looking for a needle in a haystack, more or less, and it's re-officiated. Here, it's the opposite. Feels like the rough on the field got the call wrong. And was there enough for it to go to VAR? Was it clear and obvious? And, and that's the gray area. Maybe maybe the ref should have gone to the monitor and checked for himself as to whether it, it, it was a penalty kick or not. But you, still, Do you still think there's enough to overturn it, though? Still, that's the ref's discretion. It's in that gray area. Still, Dortmund, like, come on. Mm. That's just... Win, play better. Yeah. Like, like, stop complaining about referee calls. With or without VAR, those those gray calls can go your can go your way, can go against you. This is it's, it's football, man. Defenders know though when Come you on. go down and slide tackle in the box, you're already putting yourself <laughs> at risk, right? Like right. you know th- that one was a little bit soft for me, I will admit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anytime you go through the line of the ball, you're giving the referee a decision. Yeah. To make. Yeah. Because they've been so inconsistent, Dortmund, and it's and it's like wildly inconsistent. If 
you have a chance to win at home. It's not a bad result. None the, not, and you were winning at PSV, obviously. Yeah, I don't think they're walking by. away from this but, disappointed but in this result. But it, if you play better, these calls don't go, don't feel so such a detriment mm -hmm. to your long-term success. So, so what you're saying is uh, do better. Do, do better, <laughs> and, and obviously it's it's heightened because they're not doing as well, right? Yeah. So these little decisions when you're not doing. Well, you, those are the intangibles that you can't control. Did you see enough from PSV that you think they can go to yes. Dortmund and get get a win, get yeah. a result? Yeah, I mean, they were, I think they were the better of the two teams, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. We were mainly focusing on Inter uh, versus Atleti, but uh, Nico put his iPad up, which is not as big as his TV, so we were able to watch <laughs> that, but he put it closer, so it felt like it. Uh, but if you look at it, it's a 1.6 uh, XG. Uh, for for PSV, they were influential in the midfield. They were able to get mm. they were able to get chances. And I think this match is a microcosm of Dortmund's season. You play well enough to win. You do good, and then you step on a rake. You make mm. your own mistake, and and now all of a sudden you walk away with a draw. Can you win at home? I look Westfall Stadion or Signal Iduna You've Park. You've been there. It's not a place I'd want to go as an opponent at all. That that yellow wall is very intimidating. PSV looked good. I don't know if they they'd be able to sort of get sneak a win out, but. Dortmund, don't give, don't fill me with any inspiration that they're the team to beat in this competition Alexis at all. Alexis is Gelbivon. uninspired. What? Gelbivon. Gelbivon. The yellow wall. Ah. Good one.